My friend Dave Gomez has cancer. If you're active in the Chicago pop punk scene, then you most likely know who I'm talking about. He's been in such bands as Super Fry, Plastic Smiles, and Night Terrors, and a bunch of Chicago area bands are coming together to help Dave uh, cover some of the costs of his cancer treatment. Uh, and so they're putting out a compilation called Gomez. And the compilation is available for pre-order right now at Dave Gomez Benefit Comp dot bandcamp.com and the comp includes tim rogner of alistair till morning guardrail hi-ho and several more in the chicago pop punk scene they're all covering songs by some of dave's favorite bands uh you know dave was there for us when we needed him whether it, it was uh, to be at our our show at Sub T or bottom lounge or wherever it was to being on our podcast it's time for us to be there for Dave. So let's all pre-order this incredible compilation today at davegomezbenefitcomp.bandcamp.com. Thank you. I'm going out. I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up. I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of Hello, so great to have you here once again, or maybe this is your first time, and if that's the case, well then, welcome. Uh, before we get into today's interview, I wanted to read an email that I received from a listener this week, a brand new, a brand new listener actually, uh, his name is J.G. Oliver, and I was very flattered by his kind words about the podcast. And, but there's there's also a really great message in his email. And I think uh, this is something we all need to be reminded of. So here we go. JG writes, hello from Chattanooga, Tennessee. I just wanted to drop you a note to say that I loved my first episode of Pop Punk and Pizza. It turned out to be a, a real encouragement to me. It was the episode with Canadian group Hangtime. As I started the podcast, I was thinking, these guys sound cool. So I went to find them online, and I saw pictures of them. And the first thing that hit me was that they don't look like teenagers. And as I listened more uh, to more of the podcast, I realized these guys were similar to me, working adults who still play. And when you talked to them, you didn't treat it as a novelty. It was just like you were talking to any other band. It was sort of a, an awakening to me that I'm not alone and I don't have to stop playing because I've hit my 40s and haven't sold a million records. Like when you mentioned the other bands, uh, you know, they take time off to raise kids and then keep going afterwards. And uh, I can say that after fathering four boys, I still very much am interested in playing. And maybe this is an American thing, that we idolize youth, uh, that we just throw away the dreams when we hit 30. We only tolerate older artists if they were one stars in their youth. And I hate that. I'm not sure if Canada is different in that way or not, but I like to think so. 
and hope that with the uh, recording industry being turned on its ear over the last decade or so, that uh, one thing that emerges is tons of indie working adult bands and labels, especially punk bands. Uh, Maybe we'll uh, flush with uh, tons of bands that are playing for purer reasons than hoping to have that getting signed dream that existed in the 80s. Anywho, didn't mean to unload all that, (laughs) but love the episode, keep it up, and you now have a new dedicated, dedicated listener. Also, I ordered the Hangtime vinyl, and I'm anxiously awaiting it. Yours and Punk and Pizza, J.G. Oliver. Ah, wow. Uh, JG, thank you so much for that email. Honestly, there's nothing more flattering than getting an email from a listener. It's like one of my favorite things about doing this podcast. It literally made my day, and I had to pass it along to the members of Hangtime as well, and it made their day too. And I, I really think the important thing to take away from JG's email is it's never too late. To, to start doing something you've always wanted to do. You know, in this case, it's music. It, it's never too late to start learning an instrument or singing or starting a band. And uh, whether the intent is to make it a success or just do it as a hobby, it's never too late. And, uh, you know, to add on to that, you're never too old to just keep playing and keep performing. Just because you turn 30 and you haven't sold a million records doesn't mean you have to give up playing music. I mean, look at Jerry Lee Lewis for crying out loud. I mean, the guy is 85 years old and he's still rocking those great balls of fire. So, you know, I was happy to hear that's the the type of message that JG took away from the Pop Punk and Pizza episode with Hang Time, uh, which, by the way, if uh, you're trying to catch up, that was the episode just before uh, the episode you're listening to now. Uh, so, JG, welcome to the Pop Punk and Pizza family, and thank you for sending that email and and reminding all of us to just keep going, keep chasing our dreams, and uh, realize we're never too old to take on something new, and uh, we're never too old to just keep doing what we're doing. I mean, I'm sure there's some things you can't keep on playing, like you can't play basketball in your 80s, most likely, but you you get the point. We're mainly talking about music, right? Uh, so today's episode, let's get to that, uh, takes us to Cincinnati, Ohio, to a band called Big Smile. They have a powerful new single called Bible Belt, dropping tomorrow, January 29th, via Anchor 84 Records. Now, regardless of whether you agree with the song's message or not, it's safe to admit it packs a strong statement. Now, Scooter Smith and John Morris of Big Smile join me to talk about that. And uh, it also turns out Scooter and I have history together in the music scene dating back to 2013 uh, before... I even dreamt of podcasting uh, when I played in a pop punk band called The Projection. Uh, So you'll hear that whole, oh my God, moment happen. (laughs) So let's hit it.
So, uh, welcome to the podcast, Scooter. How are you, man? Oh, thanks for having me, man. Uh, not bad. Just, um, you know, winding down after working Christmas in retail. Oh, man, that's that's got to be fun. Is it is it actually starting to, to quiet down a little bit or still a little crazy at this point? Um, honestly, it's just re- returns. Returns are crazy. Yeah. Where, where do you what uh, store do you work for? I work for Journeys. Journeys. Oh, so yeah. everyone's returning the shoes and whatnot. Yeah, mostly shoes. Yeah. Gotcha. I it's been so long since I've been in a journey store. That was the only thing I could think of was shoes. Um, but I know there's yeah. more than shoes. I don't know. That's <laughs> but it is mostly shoes, right? Oh, it's it's eighty five percent shoes. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like just second guessing myself there for a minute. Yeah, there's a just, lot of shoes, some socks, and then a bunch of t-shirts and stuff like that, like small stuff. Gotcha. So do they treat you guys pretty well? Like as far as employees, do you get a nice discount and all that? Yeah, we get 40%. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then every like Christmas time we get to pick one pair that's like 75% off. Nice. So what's it going to take to get, to get a, uh, a journey's uh, big smile sponsorship going on? You know, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I think I've submitted, I think I, they have like a, a place where you can submit music to play in their store. I think. Yeah. I think I've done it. I'm not sure. I was going to say like when I first started working there, I think I got on there. Yeah. Cause I had a, a friend of mine. I went to one of the last times I was in journey. This was probably like almost 10 years ago maybe eight years ago, I walked in there and I think, I think it was on one of the the TVs. They had a TV going in journeys and, and it was one of my friends, uh, bands music video, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, or maybe it, it was music that was played over the speakers, but either way, um, I, I know they, they do that. So she'd be like, Hey, yo, I work for you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, there was even somebody like one of the managers that I knew, like sent a message to like the, the person who does the music curating for the stores. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess we've, we've, we've exhausted all our options. Well, <laughs> they better pick it up soon. I'm going to, I'm going to write them a nasty email. You know. We also have a different. We also have a different playlist than all the rest of the stores at our specific store. So maybe they're playing it at the other stores, and I just don't know about it. So each store has a different playlist. It's not the same. Uh, well, stores get sent DVDs with like music videos and um and like playlists on them that repeat. But we were like one of the first stores to get like a satellite like music player instead uh, of a DVD CD set playlist. Gotcha. Um, so it just plays like a much wider selection, and, but it, we don't play music videos anymore. It's just one like 10 minute journeys commercial that plays on repeat. Oh man. So you could probably do it word for word right now. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make you, I was just, I was just saying, yeah. It changes luckily every like couple of months. So oh, there's music it? playing over the time, oh, Okay. So. Gotcha. Well, that helps. But yeah, I would think Big Smile would be able to get, you know, music uh, somewhere 
into Journeys just because, I mean, shoot, Journeys was a big sponsor of Warp Tour for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they were going to also do a like, sad summer fest this year. Okay, yeah. Before, you know, everything happened. But, uh, but yeah, they were, they've were. they always been like a huge sponsor of like the music festivals and like the traveling, the traveling festivals and stuff like that. So like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it would be a perfect place for, for our stuff to be played. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Definitely. Um, well, maybe they'll pick up on uh, Bible Belt, which is your latest single dropping on January 22nd. Um, I got to listen to the song early uh, before the release and holy cow, man, that song is, it's really powerful. I don't know if that's what comes to your mind uh, with the song, but I I think, I think it's uh, got a powerful message, but also the music uh, itself is, uh, is very powerful as well. And it's, it's definitely different. I feel like than previous big smile releases in a good way of course um not in a bad way at all i was yeah, yeah, um, for sure i was like when i first turned it on i wasn't expecting to hear that um like that screaming right in the beginning it was just like brrr, it was like right in my face and i was like whoa i was like this is this is cool i like it, it was just i don't know it, it sounded different so what's that Thanks, dude. Yeah, we. Sorry, it's you're you're cutting out a little bit, so oh, there was, I'm sorry. Uh, I missed some of that, but uh, I got most of it. Oh, no, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it it was a lot different. It like came from kind of a different place, like at least lyrically, as the as the lyrics guy, um, than like most of the rest of our songs have come from. Um, you know, I'm not saying all of the rest of our songs are happy or anything, but. Like, <laughs> you know, this was definitely like the most like, like angry song, I guess that we've had so far. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to see how people respond to it, like coming from us. So, yeah, I mean, you're really calling, I feel like you're really calling people out with this song. Um, and I'm, I'm really curious to hear more about what place this song comes from in, in your mind and the rest of uh big smiles mind as far as you know the bible belt um so let let's let's dive into that um what what's it i mean I, you know i was looking i was looking up the map of the bible belt here right. in the united yeah. states and for some reason, I always thought like all of Indiana and all of Ohio, uh, which you're in Ohio, right? Yeah, correct. Okay. I always thought like the whole state was considered to be in the Bible Belt, but looking at this map, according to Wikipedia anyway, it right. just apparently it just covers like the southern parts of Ohio and of Indiana, which I found to be very interesting because I feel like the whole state of Indiana and the whole, most of the state of Ohio seem to be uh, pretty well looped into that whole Bible Belt thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely feel like the Midwest is definitely like still the Bible Belt, I guess, somehow. Like it's, I feel like the Bible Belt name as far as 
geographically was is because of like the traditions of like you know like southern culture i guess yes <laughs> like how how rooted in like you know i guess you'd just say christianity i guess it is but uh i feel like there's definitely something to be said for like the strain of the bible belt that is the midwest so like you know that's where we all come from and where we all grew up and what we what we were influenced by so um you know, even though, you know, we, we don't necessarily come from the Bible Bell, even though like Southern Ohio is in there and we're from Cincinnati. So like, I think it kind of counts. But uh, I feel um, like Cincy, I wasn't sure what part of Ohio you were from, but if you're in Cincy, I mean, you're right there, man. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we have like a couple of people in Dayton and a couple of people in Cincy, but it's all like it's all Southwest Ohio. So. Yeah. I mean, you're, 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 uh, getting right into the, the thick of it there. So, um, growing up in the Bible belt, then, uh, what, what was that like? I, I'm not sure, um, if, you know, it was a good experience or bad experience, maybe a little bit of both. I'm just curious to hear your, your take on it. Oh, you know what? Uh, looks like John is, uh, is joining us now. Oh, there he is. What a, what a guy. <laughs> hey. Hey, what's up, John? Hey, what's going on, y'all? How you doing? Good. How about yourself, man? Uh, pretty good. Good. I'm, uh, I'm still trying to figure out uh, Zoom here. This is the first Zoom call I've ever made. So. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, glad, <laughs> uh, glad you could join us. Yeah, uh, thanks for having us, man. It's awesome to be here. We uh, we were just <laughs> we were just getting to the into the thick of uh, the song, your song, Bible Belt, Big Smiles' newest song, Bible Belt, and yeah. uh, I was I was just about to ask Scooter uh, what it was like for him growing up in the Bible Belt, and uh, so and if you want to chime in on that, please do, man. Um, I mean, I I really don't have experience in the Bible about myself technically. Um, so, so we're in there. Southern <laughs> Ohio is in there, boy. Yeah. So yeah, technically I, I guess it, I guess Southern Ohio is, is in there just kind of barely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, the song speaks more of itself to kind of the mindset and kind of that, I don't know, that holier than thou mindset, I guess. And you definitely, see that a lot in you know growing up that's kind of ingrained into you and uh trying to unlearn those tendencies and stuff like that is kind of all goes into what that song is about right mm-hmm. um Sc- scooter how about how about for you man what uh what experiences growing up in in the bible belt are are ingrained into this song um i feel like i feel like the way you think or the way we thought I should say things are like the same everywhere all the time, just because, you know, you're so young and that's how you are and your family is and like everything you're exposed to is. Um, and it's all around you, just like, just because of the way you are, like, you know, you grow up in Los Angeles or you grow up in New York or even and like, you know, any sort of a, you know, a bigger, more, uh, more diverse place. I want to say, you know, you're exposed to more, but one of the biggest things for me, one of the biggest shockers for me, you know, is like, you know, kind of like growing up and getting out there and like learning about all these things that other people knew about it. Like, you know, you know, 15, 16, and I'm like 18, 19 and being like, Whoa, this is a thing. Like, you know, it's, it was just kind of crazy being exposed to so much after, you know, growing up, you know, a certain way. So, 
Yeah. Um, but one of the things that comes to my mind when I was listening to this song was a conversation I had with my oldest brother about how families, working blue collar families, especially in the Midwest, have really lost their their lineage or their their heritage so to speak and they've kind of melted into this this i i don't know what you want to call it just i it is america but that's not exactly the word i was i was thinking of but you just kind of um i feel like when you compare like a, a blue collar white worker in the Midwest to maybe a like a Hispanic family that lives in the same small town America Midwest. Um, the, there's a big difference between the two. I feel like the, a lot of times the Hispanic family will kind of they hold on to their uh, their heritage better. You know, they still speak their native language. Um, they still have their traditional food and things like that. To whereas, like, I come from a French Canadian family. None of us speak French anymore. You know, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. wh- why is that? How how did we lose? You know, and there's so many of us. I mean, I, you guys, I don't know. You probably could say the same thing, whatever background you come from. But it's like, how do we, we just like lose that and it's gone. It never comes yeah. back. I feel like, I feel like other cultures are definitely, definitely better at representing themselves than like, um, I guess, I don't want to say European cultures because I guess it turns to American culture because, you know, at this point, I feel like there's just some families that have been here for so long that, you know, they've either lost sight of it or they, they just don't care. And then there's like people like John and I are like actually adopted. So we're like adopted into like not even, I mean, it could have been a different culture. I don't think it was necessarily a culture change for either of us, but like, you know what I mean? Like there's things that, you know, and, and like an Italian person being adopted into like a German family, that's just like the most subtle like change of, of, you know, like geography as far as like a globe goes, but like the traditions would be drastically different. So like, you know, that could be, that could be one reason is just like everyone melted together so much and like so many cultures joined together, like so many times that, you know, it just, I guess just became, became the Midwest Ope culture. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. The Midwest Ope culture. culture. (laughs) I can't tell you, I am so guilty of the total Ope thing. I say it all the time. All the I time. I invented that yeah. in like 2013. <laughs> all the time, man. I'm always like, oh, oh, sorry. Didn't see you there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's that's, a reaction. That's yeah. literally me. Anytime anything happens. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel, I feel like the meme is like, that's such a Midwestern thing, but I've, I've I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people do that and it gets put on Midwest for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just an American thing, honestly. But yeah. for some reason, the Midwest, maybe the Midwesterners are the worst. 
I, you know. I remember. I, I don't remember that many people saying it before the meme, and then like I would say like, "Oh," and people were like, "Oh, you you're just saying that now to be like part of the meme," and I'm like, "No, like I just like that just happens." <laughs> no, I was born it, this way, dog. <laughs> I was gonna say like I learned it from my grandparents. Like, oh, they, really? yeah, like they, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's where I picked it up from. Like, cause they I've heard them say it all the time. Like I grew up hearing them say, "Oh." You know, nice. and yeah. I think I'm pretty sure that's where I got it. So I think it's something that's just been around for a long time. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, I have no idea where it came from for me, but like, I, I guess when it became a meme, that's when I became conscious of it. Yes. And, and it is like every time you say it now, you notice it. <laughs> mm-hmm. People will call me out on it too, since that whole meme thing as well. So, yeah. and they'll give oh, me yeah. a. Looking I say it time. Journeys all the time. I like, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> People will be like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, but, uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that was so good. Uh, that was good. But, yeah, when it comes to the whole melting pot thing, I'm just, I don't know. It's just something I've noticed. And I wonder if there's, maybe it's just, one of those things where there's multiple reasons, you know, for it, for the, um, kind of, like I say, I feel like you're kind of losing your heritage or, or losing your, your culture a little bit. Um, and then there's, you know, there's families that have been here for years and, and they still have their, their language and their, you know, and just because, and it's, it's not to say, I don't want uh, anyone to get the wrong impression, um, even though they still have their own language and such, it doesn't mean that they don't mingle with everyone else in America, but they oh, yeah. just, you know, they, they recognize where they come from and, and their traditions and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, getting back to your latest single Bible belt, um, what, what was the, the main intent of this song? What's the, the main message um honestly as far as most of most of the songs go like at least from a place where i like write the lyrics it's just to like have someone have a second thought like that's most of the intent of i'd say when i write something is just to make someone the listener just think twice about whatever the song is about um this specific song was like one of the i think one of the only songs I wrote as like a specific reaction to something that happened in my life. Um, and, and, but like, obviously it evolved and it turned into more of a, you know, a, a think twice about, you know, the things that you, you know, haven't checked on. Like if someone tells you to believe this, don't just be like, Oh, okay, cool. And, you know, not look into it and, you know, not move on with it. But like, I'd say the main goal, the main intent was just to make people think twice about that in particular, like, you know, sit back and be like, oh, I've actually never thought about the fact that, you know, my parents told me such and such and I have believed it for X amount of years. Like, mm-hmm. bullshit. like I don't yeah. know. What to do, you know? Yeah. So I feel like that's my main. So, so you're saying this song was a reaction to something that actually happened? <sighs> Uh, yeah, this, it was like, um, there was, uh, someone that I'd been friends with for like years, like a long time, like before we were even in elementary school, 
just randomly decided that they were like, you know, not like down to be friends anymore, basically because, you know, they were super religious and thought one way and I was not. And they actually told me that they didn't like feel comfortable being around me anymore because when I started, when we started talking about stuff like that, um, I was like influencing their beliefs. And I was like, well, that's like, I didn't, I honestly still don't even know what to say. I'm just like, <laughs> you better like believe harder if just like me and you sitting in the basement talking is like changing your beliefs. And like, you want your beliefs to be changed, not to be changed so much that you're like, you know, stop being friends with somebody and hold on to those beliefs. Like, and so that's pretty much what happened. And then I kind of wrote a rough draft of, of like, you know, version A of Bible Belt that eventually evolved into this version of Bible Belt. Scooter Satan, how dare you? <laughs> Satan Scooter. I will smite you. <laughs> Everybody will. Our <laughs> Christ compels you. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's uh that's that is very strange. I know. I I I I, I don't know. I mean, I like I said, I still don't really know what to say about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you if if you want to have like you know conversations about stuff like that, and it's going to change the way you think, then it changes the way you think. Like it, you thought differently. Like you know, there's obviously not enough in in your court yet, or you know, and I'm not saying that like you know one was blatantly right and one side was blatantly wrong, but you know, like it, it came down to that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and the uh, what comes to my mind, because I listened to the, the song a few times before we got on this Zoom call, uh, was thinking, uh, I keep thinking about the line, um, something about uh, your parents told you something and it's n- not always true or, or something about your parents. You don't have to believe everything that they teach you or tell you. Oh, there's um, there's a line at the very beginning, a line at the very end. Is it um, at the end? It says the ignorance of your parents is your only inheritance. Yes, that's the line. I yeah. I, I didn't yeah. obviously like have the lyrics, and I didn't have it memorized. But I knew it was something to do with parents and inheriting something. Right, right, right. So let's let's talk about. Um, I, I know the the song is kind of throwing shade at a certain thing, but let's talk about something good that we inherited from our parents. I know you guys are both adopted, which is really uh, a, a great story we, we can get into as well. If if you would like to talk about that, yeah, I mean, oh, sure. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, John, you can go first. So, what what's something that you? <laughs> Uh, inherited in a good way from your parents because I don't, I don't want to come want you to come on here talking shit about your parents unless you know they're really that bad of people but you seem like a great guy so I, I doubt that's the, well, the truth thank you um mom and dad i love you first of all uh, <laughs> no um but yeah uh so my dad adopted me um when i was 12 or 13 i forget now it's been a long time now um but he was the one who uh, showed me how to play guitar and that obviously led to where I am now. That's so, awesome. Like, he, yeah. He, he showed me a few things and then uh, he gave me this little uh, like introductory book. It showed like different like G chords and C chords and all that. And he would work with me on that. So um, yeah, that's, 
that's how you ended up with uh, stuck with me now. That, that's so cool, <laughs> man. You that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so where yeah. where were you? Were you at an an orphanage or before no, then, or how does that work? So I've I've or your I've lived, story in particular. I've lived with uh, I've lived with my mom my entire life, and uh, um, my 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 biological dad. He's he, I think he split when I was like eight, seven or eight. And, uh, I, I guess, um, my mom met my, my adopted dad a couple years later and, uh, he's kind of stuck around. So, okay, cool. What yeah. was, what was some of the, uh, like the first songs that he introduced you to? Well, at that point in my life, I was just getting the green day, um, they nice. put out American idiot. Hell so yeah. I was, I was super into that record to, uh, to sort of to their chagrin, but still though. Did did um, you did you put on a black shirt and a red tie and wear eyeliner? Oh, I, I never wore eyeliner. I, I they wouldn't let me do that, but I did have the black shirt and the red tie. They wouldn't let me. Oh man. Well, you know, yeah. I I I actually went all the way. I ended up doing that whole thing. I wore the tie, the shirt, and the guy liner and everything. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, the guy liner, I, I, I couldn't do the guy liner. I, I tried it once. Well, you know what? I, I was going to try it once, and then uh, my friend, she's really good at makeup. She was like, oh, it's uh, we were going to this emo night, I remember. And uh, I was like, I'm going to wear a guy liner for the first time ever. She's like, no, this this isn't the time. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, I don't know if she just knew it would look really bad, or she ended up giving me some like, mascara or eyeshadow. I forget what it was. But that's what I ended up rocking, so... Oh God, that's funny. No, now is not the time. It's not the time for this. You're not ready. Yeah, you're not ready for this, John. You're just not ready. You're, you're I'll not tell ready you to be the, the broken, <laughs> the beaten, and the, and the damned. Uh, that's good. How about you, Scooter? So, what's what's your um, your parents' influence on you? Um, honestly. I kind of, I guess the same as John's is like my adopted parents. Um, um, well, my adopted dad was in the, in the choir. My adopted mom was like, um, she was always like really resourceful. So I feel like I got work ethic resource, resourcefulness and like my love of singing, um, from my parents and my singing from my dad in particular, cause he would sing in the church choir and, um, you know, it started as just a way to like get out of actually sitting in the pew, but I would go up to the choir just to like, you know, watch him sing and hang out. And, uh, you know, then I just started like singing, uh, singing all the songs and stuff like that. So, uh, there was that. So, um, but I was, I was a little bit different than John. I was like adopted when I was like much younger through like it's classic Bible belt. It was like through, through like the church that, uh, Hey, you covered up your mic, by the way, just to let you know, Scooter. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, are you covering up your mic? No. Okay, that's better. <laughs> oh, you're covering your mic. God. Um, um, so, so, Scooter, what you were adopted through church or through, like, a, an agency, or? My birth law was having now i we still can't we're, hear we're you. losing it <laughs> yeah that's really weird it, we can i can i can see you just fine but you're like your yeah. mic was covered up somehow oh is it good now okay now yeah, i can hear better. you okay 
Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. It was, um, yeah. So when I was, when I was born, basically, um, my birth mom contacted like a Catholic parish somehow, I guess. And, uh, went, I, I, I mean, it wasn't just so simple, but, you know, went through some sort of channels to see if like anyone in the parish or like in the system of churches, like, you know, was looking to adopt. And <clears throat> my parents up here, my adoptive parents up here in Cincinnati were like, you know, they told the priest that, yeah, they were like looking to adopt like a child, I guess. And then the word got back down there. And so they just kind of like went down there and like adopted me without like, you know, it was just kind of random because like, there wasn't like an agency or anything like that. They just kind of went down there and started signing the papers. But, um, uh, yeah, so I was born in Arkansas and then came up here to Ohio. So Bible Belt all the way. <laughs> I was gonna say, like you were the coast r- of the Bible Belt. <laughs> <laughs> you were right in the heart of it, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dang, hot damn, as they hot say, damn. hot. <laughs> Do uh, so. Have Have you met your biological parents or, or mother? No, actually, I did. Um, what's the website called? Like Ancestry dot com i think mm-hmm. i did that this past year and back with um i don't know i don't know like how to necessarily like read the results but basically i had, came back with like a few like known relatives or whatever and the closest one that came up was like a great aunt or something like that but uh yeah nothing nothing yet Okay. So are you, are you still continuing to search or are you just kind of like, oh, I'm okay with, with the, the way it is? Yeah. It's not like a super, it's not like a super active thing. Um, you know, but like, I mean, if something, if like, you know, there was like some evidence or like a clue or something that like felt like, you know, that I found or something, I would like pursue it, but it's, you know, it's not something that I'm like, you know, working toward or anything like all the time so but yeah. i would definitely like pursue it if i like found an outlet or an opportunity sure yeah so, definitely yeah. cool that's awesome guys that's uh some really some really unique stories coming from the bible belt hey did uh did you guys get your st- stimulus checks yet i did yeah actually yeah so so what are you did guys you? doing with those bad boys Paying the bills. <laughs> yeah, straight out of my bank account. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing too. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I know some people are actually, you know, using it to, I thought maybe you guys would be uh, possibly spending it on big smile stuff. Actually, we yeah. have everything like done. We have like, yeah, our next three songs are all mixed and mastered we have all the music videos done we have all like we pretty much have everything paid for up to this point that's awesome yeah Yeah, obviously we're not going to be touring anytime soon so right i was just thinking about that like well i guess people aren't going to be oh man i gotta get a new uh you know guitar or i gotta get a new whatever you know yeah uh, kemper you know that that seems to be the thing nowadays people that's no thing yeah right no uses a kemper like literally almost everyone is is really it makes me really scared like are all the amp amplifier companies going to go out of business like you know i i still what's that 
I said the Kemper is just so much easier than like the rig. It's true. I mean, it sounds great too. Yeah, it's, um, it sounds legit. Like whatever it's profiling, it sounds almost on the money. And it really, uh, you know, it'll it saves a lot of hassle for the the touring acts too. So, mm-hmm. you know, we don't Definitely. have to haul around the the as much gear. You know, yeah, the cab. Yeah, you got a little more room for for other stuff. You know, exactly. or maybe take a smaller, a little bit smaller vehicle, or maybe you don't have to take a, a trailer, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, we've been going trailerless. Well, we had been going trailerless. <laughs> we had, it's yeah. not so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really we, we make it work. So, yeah. so like a, a big, like a, what, a 18 passenger van? Yeah, we, got a, a, uh, we got a 15. Or a 15. Um, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's plenty of room where like we we can put our gear, put our merch back there, um, and we we usually either sleep at like uh, a, when we're on tour, like a band we're playing with, Salas, or we'll go out and get a cheap hotel. So uh, we don't usually sleep in the van, fortunately. It's very rarely, but even when we do, it's still not that bad. Yeah, well, we that's good. <laughs> What's that scooter? I said it's bad, but it's not that bad. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Keyword that bad. It's not that bad. I'm like one of the smallest ones. Like, so like I'll always just kind of like wait for everyone to claim their spot, and then just kind of be like, I'll be happy with whatever's left, and I'll end up with like, you know, the tire iron and like the the jacks. <laughs> do you? At do least you got Noah because he Noah. So we have like one side door on the passenger side that goes to like the middle of the van uh-huh. and, <laughs> and Noah will uh Noah's pretty short so he'll just sit no, in like a little home. hole in front of the door <laughs> and he'll put a blanket down there bring a pillow and he's good for the night dog like it's no day dude if we get t-boned or something while he's sleeping down there he's dead we, oh yeah he's screwed so yeah. that's, I'm like, that's not the safest place to sleep and he just stares at me like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh that's the unfortunate part i remember the uh the big passenger van that i did a little bit of touring and they had a couple bunks in it and uh you know i mean yeah if you get in a crash i mean the people on those bunks you know you're gone you're fly right out. yeah you're gone <laughs> you know yeah so <laughs> But uh, that's the that's the joy of and, and the thrill of of touring, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you um, talk about you know sleeping in the van once in a while? Do you remember the very first time you slept in a van? Every every second of it. Okay, so uh, let, yeah. let's let's yeah, walk through. He's been sleeping in vans for years. <laughs> he's doing it tonight. Yeah, it makes me sound like you, so weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying like you've been in bands for a long time. I'm, I wasn't making you sound like a homo uh, or something, dude. Like, <laughs> um, we were like, this is an old band, um, but it was uh, it was like the yeah, the first tour we ever went on, I think. And uh, we were in, uh, we were actually with the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Like, nice. Um, I love those guys playing some i think we played i don't remember when it was but it was years ago okay. but uh we we were playing we were done playing with them and we were playing different shows and we were in crystal lake illinois i want to say hey 
and we had yeah yeah (laughs) and we had slept in a bunch of a bunch of people's houses but we were sleeping there but in this like what was the venue called i don't remember what the venue was called but it was an outdoor venue and we we had three sets the next day we were playing like an acoustic show in the morning and then like a set in the afternoon a set in the evening oh my god yeah and we tried to sleep in the parking lot before because we had played at a hookah bar before swing state ever played at swing state I've heard of it, but I never played there. But I, I, uh, I, I don't think that place is around yeah, anymore. But that was Wisconsin, right? That was that was Illinois. That was uh, Illinois. Okay, was I do remember. I remember trying to, I think, book a show there when I was playing uh, in a band, but we never ended up playing there. Yeah, I think yeah we played Swing State, and then this next venue was like only an hour away. But we tried to sleep in the parking lot, and there were so many mosquitoes, like Ooh. A, a bunch of mosquitoes, and like we had to sleep with the windows open, otherwise it got like baking hot in there. It was oh August. man! And so there were mosquitoes everywhere. So you know we were all young and everything, and trying to get suggestions to make the mosquitoes go away. So I'm like, oh, they hate smoke, or you know, let's like let's all smoke a cigarette, and then like they'll all be gone. And like it worked at first, and then they just like got used to it and then it was just like a foggy cigarette smoke mosquito trap (laughs) and we just like laid in there all night it was so it was so like uncomfortable and like so bad (laughs) that sounds awful it was it was it was so bad i don't even remember getting any sleep that night but hell no that was the first time i remember sleeping in the van I think we had slept in the van one night before that, but it had gone like really smoothly. So there's not, nothing cool about it. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, John? Um, so, so the first big smile is my first like touring band I've ever been in. Um, so I've, I've only technically slept in a van once and that was on the tour we did about a year ago now. And, uh, but you used to have an RV. So he slept yeah, in the was, RV. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, j- jump straight to the major leagues, man. Uh, yeah, uh, but no, <laughs> ain't no fooling. Was, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was sick though. Like we didn't have a trailer back then either, though. So like at night we would have our our gear, like our amps and drums and everything, just sitting around the RV. And we had like we had a bed in the back. Uh, we had a dining room table that folded down into a bed, and then we I forget what else we did. I slept on a bench seat. Um, but yeah, that's that's been that my tour experience so far. That yeah, that doesn't sound terrible. Not, definitely yeah, it, not it, like it wasn't scooters. Bad at all. Like, I it was no also complaints. like, wasn't there, there like there a was, year ago today? Uh, the the tour in the van was yeah. The night the, that you slept the in the van tour. for the first time. Um, did we sleep in the van on our summer tour a couple years ago? I don't think we did. I don't remember. All those most of those shows were pretty close together. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's I I think that was my first time sleeping in the van here in Oklahoma. It's like night and day. <laughs> compared yeah, literally. to compared to scooters story. Literally. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. Like I said, this is my first touring van I've ever been in and Scooter's been touring for like almost a decade now. So I mean, I haven't been constantly touring. I've only been on like a handful. Off and on. Yeah. yeah, off and on. Scooter, <laughs> Scooter, what were some of the other bands you were in? Um, I wasn't, most of the other bands I was in never like really got off the ground, but the one that I used to tour in was called The Sweet Addiction. Okay. Um, I was just curious. I was trying to remember because um, 
just in case, I mean, we, uh, our bands uh, could have crossed paths, or I might have just seen your name somewhere. I think we played together. Uh, was it another hole in the wall? Um, do you remember that venue? Yes, of course. Played there many times. Yeah, it was literally exactly what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. So, where was that? Wh- at? Chicago. Yeah, in, in, okay. in Stager, Illinois, uh, to be exact. Yeah, not not too far from Chicago. Uh, was um, that with the Sweet Addiction? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I want to look up. Do you remember? Who else was on that show? Oh man, <laughs> no man. I, um, uh, I know. Mm, no, I don't. There was like a there was like an old guy there that was like a DJ or something. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're all you're all good. I'm just like I said for some reason because I feel like you and I are, aren't. Are are we Facebook friends? Yeah, yeah, we've been Facebook we, friends for okay. That's I think what since I then, since then, right? That's what I was trying to figure out because when um when Eric <laughs> talked to me about having you guys on and and you know I looked up Big Smile and I saw that you were in it and I'm like okay the, the Scooter Smith I was like. I feel like I I know who this guy is. Like, who is this guy? And um, (laughs) so now I'm like on a mission to try and find. So do you remember at least, um, was it a show that that my band was? Or did we lose John? Apparently so. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, here we go. He's he's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) There he is. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, um, sorry about that. I don't, I don't uh, know if that was my app or, or my connection or what, but it, it just froze up on it Scooter's face for a while. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good view. Um, think, so <laughs> do you remember if it was a show that I was just helping you guys out with or was the band I was in called The Projection playing the show as well? That, that's a good question. I was just thinking about that because I, I think now that you say that, you might have just helped us book it. Okay. But I remember, I remember like, I think it was the next tour or something. We, we weren't supposed to play together, but you guys were playing it. I think it was Pats in the Flats in Cleveland, I think. Um, I think that was it. And like, we, we were like double booked or something and then they mm-hmm. like canceled our set and then you guys had like an opener or something drop off. And so we ended up playing that show too. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, Pats. You, do you remember Pats in the Flats at all? No, I don't. Um, I don't yeah, remember was, that. I don't remember that venue at all. Um, it was in Cleveland. I'm like, I might have to just save this for after we're done with this uh, this podcast. But it, like, this is gonna bug me for the rest of time if I don't like figure out when and where <laughs> like this all took place. Yeah, um, I don't remember myself. It was, I think it was 2012 or some. 2012. Okay, hold on. I think. Uh, yes. Oh my God. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, I have an email here from 2013. 13. Uh, oh wow. Yeah. Um, Saturday, May 11th, at another hole in the wall. 
Um, now it says that you guys dropped off the show because of van troubles, though. I don't remember that one. That might have been a different one. It was either a different one or maybe you guys ended up making. Okay, well, here's. Let's see. Um, okay, so I talked to David. Yeah, that's me. Okay, that's you. Okay. Oh my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> this is crazy. That's I my had... Bible Belt name. <laughs> well, it is a, <laughs> hey, I mean, it is a biblical name, right? Oh my God. That's nuts. I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm I'm literally reading this this email exchange between you and I. Uh, there's like, <laughs> let's see how many uh, exchanges here. Been trying um, to book shows for a while. <laughs> so so okay, so I booked you guys for August eighth at another hole in the wall. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. Uh, we were. Going to Cleveland. Trying to see if there's any info on that. Yeah, it was. I remember that part, but I don't like. I remember like the like cities and stuff, but I don't remember like anything else about it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It Man. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, my mind is just blown. Like, just it's completely crazy, blown. Man. So uh, I love having a reunion. Nice. Yeah, a little reunion. Well, <laughs> well, John kept saying, "Well, yeah, Scooter's been you know playing in bands for years," and I'm like, "Okay, well, he does. His name does sound familiar." So there it all is. So, <laughs> so when did you start going by? Have you always gone by Scooter, or did you just just use David for like official would, stuff? Or yeah, I would try to use David when I was trying to be like professional. <laughs> Yeah, book places <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny wow yeah. i want i want to see if i can find like some kind of flyer from that uh that show yeah i don't remember i don't remember the flyer or anything i remember having a picture from pats in the flats like mm -hmm. but i don't remember anything about like I was always like a super poor kid. So if that was in 2013 and stuff, I probably had like, I barely had a flip phone and stuff. So right, I, um, I didn't save anything on my phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it looks like, you know, you guys were booked for May 11th. Um, and then you must've had to drop. It, it says you dropped out, but then, Maybe, yeah. but then we booked something apparently for August, um, August 8th. So I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I know I keep saying it, but it still just blows my mind. Oh no, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so now you can be like, Hey, that guy booked my band back in the day. I kept telling Eric that when he, when he put us on the, the podcast. Oh really? He didn't tell me that. Yeah, he didn't seem to care very much, but I told him. <laughs> well, what the fuck, <laughs> Eric? Damn it! I know you're listening to this, Eric. You should have told me. <laughs> uh, I love you, Eric. Yeah, no, Eric's such a great guy. <laughs> we, we love Eric. Yeah, he's he's so cool. I had a great conversation with him the other day. Um, 
Yeah, we've learned great. so much since since we've teamed up with Eric for real. Yeah, good dude. Well, uh, now that that <laughs> that's out of the way, um, <laughs> man, um, uh, Bible Belt um, out January twenty second. Oh, we switched um, it to twenty ninth. By the way, January twenty ninth. The twenty ninth. Okay, my yes. bad. So oh, no, you're good. we we just found out about that a couple of days ago ourselves. I yeah. literally. <laughs> I literally just asked Eric today and he told me the 22nd. So he must oh, have. Co- it was Cody from Anchor 84 that told us the 29th. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. He's the one putting out the song. So, okay. Yeah, yeah we're going 29th now. <laughs> gotcha. So, yeah, uh, January 29th for uh, Bible Belt to be streaming everywhere. Um, yep. Anything else uh, before before we finish out? Um, that that you guys want to touch on uh, either about Bible Belt or or just anything about Big Smile, John. Um, I mean that's pretty much what we got going on right now. Putting out Bible Belt in the 29th, and we've got more coming out. Uh, hopefully over the next couple months. Now that we got everything ready to go, so mm-hmm. uh, be on the lookout for all that, y'all. Cool. <laughs> yeah, awesome. it's been a long, it's been a long like uh, downtime and stuff, and it's like. Uh, it's been really hard to just like keep up on content, especially like when we don't have an opportunity to like make more content. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely going forward, like you can expect to see more action on our Instagram and our Facebook and like maybe even like TikTok and YouTube and stuff like that. And, um, yeah. you know, just to try to TikTok build is up. happening. TikTok is happening and making that happen. Okay, so the TikTok is happening. <laughs> I haven't yeah, caved. Just, I haven't caved on Oh. Yeah, I haven't caved on doing that yet. I'm, I'm just, I know it's a, a big thing, but I'm just like, I'm not ready to give in. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah. we were that way for the long. Was like, you guys need time. to get TikTok. And we're like, oh, god damn it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's not wrong. I know. He's usually not. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's not wrong, but at the same time, it's just like, oh man, do I have to? You know, <laughs> that, that's totally like out of all of our personal elements. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, <laughs> so yeah. we, we got some learning to do. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Hey, well, there's Murphy. Hey, Murphy the kitty. Money, say meow. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, it's uh, it was it was a uh, great meeting you, John, and then it was great <laughs> re meeting you, Scooter. My God, man, David, the sweet David. addiction. David. <laughs> uh, David Scooter, Scooter David, man. Oh, man. Scooter Satan. Scooter Satan, that's right. Scooter Satan. Yes, beware. Full name David Scooter Satan Smith. Satan. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, guys. You have a great night and, and thanks for being on. You do the same. Hey, thanks, thanks for having us, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course. Happy to do it. All right. Peace. My name was Scooter. Isn't that a badass name, Scooter?
At least I think it is. So big thank you to Scooter Smith and John Morris of Big Smile for being on with us today. I, I, still, can't, I still can't get over the fact that Scooter and I worked together uh, years ago when I was still playing in the projection. That's just mind-blowing. I guess it just goes to show you how small the world really is. Of course, Cincinnati isn't terribly far from Chicago, but still. Anyway, Big Smile's new single, Bible Belt, is dropping tomorrow, January 29th, via Anchor 84 Records on all streaming platforms. So make sure you give it a spin when it's released. You can uh, pre-save it now, or uh, maybe you're listening to this episode after it's already released. You can just go find it now, wherever it is that you like to stream music. And uh, I know you'll enjoy it, and I'm really excited to see what's in store for Big Smile in the future. Uh, you can find the band on Facebook at We Are Big Smile and then on Instagram and Twitter at Big Smile underscore O-H. And uh, this episode of Pop Punk and Pizza has been sponsored by the Dave Gomez Charity Compilation featuring Tim Rogner of Alistair, Guardrail, Till Morning, and several others. All the proceeds from the comp will go to Chicago pop punk scene vet Dave Gomez, who is currently battling cancer. So pre-order that comp today at Dave Gomez Benefit Comp at Bandcamp.com. And if your band, business, or event would like to sponsor an episode of the podcast, you can find out all the details at poppunkpizzapod.com forward slash sponsor i'm jacques lamore that wraps up today's episode thank you so much for being here it's it's truly an honor and a privilege to do this podcast with you twice a week if you haven't already you can uh, catch up on previous episodes at poppunkpizzapod.com or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts you can just hit that subscribe button as uh, while you're there and drop a, a positive rating or review if you could it really costs nothing it just just a little minute of your time. I truly appreciate that. Uh, make sure you sign up for our mailing list as well, because everyone who signs up in the month of January is uh, going to be entered for a chance to win uh, a nice warm hoodie with our logo on it. So you can also sign up for the mailing list at poppunkpizzapod.com. Or if your band wants to submit music, um, you can do that, too. Uh, on our website our socials also by the way facebook twitter and instagram you can find all of those at pop punk pizza pod all right and uh, if you want to drop me an email if you're trying to get your band on the show maybe you submitted your music through our website and haven't heard back from me or or maybe uh, you're a publicist or a manager you wanting to talk to me about an artist to represent whatever it is um, or if you just want to be like JG and just say hello, uh, my email address is bangerangradio at gmail.com. So the next episode of Pop Punk and Pizza comes out this Tuesday, February 2nd, and it will be the 10 songs for February 2021 episode. Uh, every month, I update the Pop Punk and Pizza Spotify playlist with 10 songs I think you should give a listen to that month. And I also play all the songs in uh, the order that they are on the playlist on the episode as well. So it'll just be uh, you and me uh, next uh, episode just hanging out and listening to some awesome music. So have a great weekend, and let's remember what JG reminded uh, uh, reminded us of in his email. And that's we're never too old or too late 
to start pursuing our dreams. So uh, let's go out there. Let's uh, chase those dreams down, huh? What do you say? <laughs> I'll uh, talk to you Tuesday. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you.